This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about our co-host, Tim. Oh, Arguably Timmy. the greatest character of all. <laughs> what you movies does Tim... What movie theater that's showing Star Wars. <laughs> Tim's the only person left in North America that still goes to the movies. <laughs> yeah, he does. No matter what. No pandemic can stop him from seeing something. He is single-handedly keeping the business afloat. Yeah, right. Why are we talking about Tim for today? This is Dave's brilliant idea, once again. Well, it just so happened that we were going to record, and Tim ended up having to work. So rather than do something without him, I thought, and and then Matt, you uh, you know, also concurred, that it's our 10-year anniversary. So that's kind of a big deal, you know? I mean, not a lot of shows last 10 years. <laughs> Maybe some shouldn't. A lot of shows shouldn't <laughs> last 10 years. But some do, <laughs> including ours. What's, what's the 10-year anniversary thing? Oh, you know, that's a good like, question. Oh. Uh, I want to say... I don't know. Ooh, paper, but I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I want to say pubic hair. <laughs> well, that's every <laughs> year. Okay. That's that's a ten minute show with us. But you know whether or not we should have lasted ten years, we have. We've stood the test of time. And uh, Matt has been posting a lot of you know kind of standout episodes along the way. Uh, not that, that we're done recording episodes, we were going to do that tonight. But without Tim here, it's like why don't we take the opportunity to not do a roast, but a roast like thing with the other person not here, where the three of us can say. Something about our co-host. Um, generally nice, I would assume, but with Chris, you never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, can I can I say, Dave, is I think your idea, I love this idea. I love more than anything in the world. The only thing is, why are you asking me to remember anything? Yeah, that's, that's, well, good that's true. And I'm going to sit here. I have ideas. But when you start talking, I go, oh, oh, oh. So, yeah, what Dave said, an orgasm, that's mine too. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I have so many ideas, but sort of. To, right. to follow well, up on, on Chris's question, or quick, uh, it, paper was first year. So before anyone, whoever's typing right now, go ahead and set down your phone. I got it. It's paper. Uh, tenth year is tin or aluminum, which is kind of funny. We can call it a tin year or tin year. We really, <laughs> we really missed the fucking boat on our fifth year. It's wood. What could we have done with that idea? Our fifth anniversary. Anything. Yeah. So, all right. We got to start another show and come back in five years. But who gives, like, I'll be honest, this, who gives someone wood for their anniversary? I gave my wife an aluminum ladder for our 10th anniversary. <laughs> there you go. Happy anniversary. I didn't give tinfoil, I guess. That's, <laughs> yeah, that there counts, you go. Right? <laughs> all right. But Tim doesn't have any idea that we're even doing this. So, no. And if it goes badly, he'll never know that we did this. He's a guinea pig. (laughs) He'll find out about this the day it comes out when uh, the listeners do as well. This is like the series we had a few years ago, the Inside the Swick Studio, where instead of one-on-one, it's it's everybody talking about 
one. It's really nothing like that, and I recant everything I just said in the past seventeen seconds. <coughs> I love I'm it. bring that up when we, when we talk Good. about yeah, Matt. So, of how someone put a note down. Yeah, answer. there you go. There's a, there's a nice thing you can say about me when it's my turn. Right, right yeah. there. Matt's a great guy, but his similes are awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, there's lots of stories we can tell. What? And, and and this isn't like a this is your life kind of thing. I mean, the listeners don't need to know our entire lives with Tim. But uh, what kind of things? I, I wrote some things down. And and I will say this about Tim. Chris, you've spent more time with him than, than either Matt nor, or, and, or I have. But I will say that things are always more fun when Tim is around. Yes. Absolutely. That is yes. That goes a lot into the one main thing I... I really want to talk about with Tim, but I'll, I'll I'll get to that after Dave gets the ball rolling here. Yeah, I mean, I can even remember. I mean, I used to go over to your house a lot, Chris, and it was just like it was always fun. But if Tim was there, it was it was extra fun. Like there was yeah. always something. Tim has this kind of like really, I will, I'll say, a beautiful mind for the absurd. It like his he, he's very creative in a way that. I think it requires a lot of intelligence. He'll say things off the cuff that while we're recording, and and I only bring that up because he brings that kind of stuff to the show, and I think he has for 10 years, and I think that's why the listeners love him like they do. He'll say something, and I'll just like shake my head behind the mic. Like, how does anyone think of what he just said? Yeah. And I think we've said this so many times. They just, just have him go. Just have yeah. him go, and when he stops, we'll continue because you know you don't know what brilliance going to come out of that fucking face. <laughs> this this is exactly <laughs> what I want to talk about. So I'll go ahead and chime in now. That Tim is in the best way possible the biggest wild card when you record with him. Any show we've had him on other shows we've done before. We've done recordings that were not even directly related to this show, like the best of fives. You, he will come up with something out of the blue that you not only you don't expect, but you can't prepare for. And the comparison I want to make, and I don't mean this, this is not a bad way because everyone has their strengths in, as far as comedy goes. Chris, you know, is always going to find something a little bit uh, risque or off color in almost anything anyone <laughs> says. You know, that's coming. And that's good. That's a good thing, too. With Tim, you don't know when he's going to say what he's going to say, and it always takes you by surprise. Yeah. And I think one thing people probably would be surprised to hear, and I don't know if this, this is a compliment, but it's meant to be a compliment. We've all been edited on the show. Every single one of us had something taken out of this. I think Tim probably holds the record for the most edits. I think he does. Because Because yeah. the, <laughs> the way he is so quick-witted and hits you with such a surprise of things, sometimes, yeah, it's just... Not appropriate, but man alive, are we really fortunate to hear what he says? And him being a wild card like that is like you, you, you can't write a show around that because you don't know what's coming. And we are extremely lucky to have someone like that on this every episode that we record with him. And that's one of the big things I've really enjoyed working with him. Uh, one of the assets he brings to this whole thing, I'm working with him in these past ten years, because it's just you, you never know what's going to happen. And it's always fun. It's it's never not fun. He he never yeah. says something that upset you or pisses you off or or is it might be a little uh, inappropriate, but 
fuck is it usually funny even though no one else gets to hear it oh yeah yeah that's like like chris is saying like once he starts going we just kind of like sit back let him go yep because it's a train of thought that no one else is on it is a runaway (laughs) locomotive and he's you know, in the engineer seat going, yeah, and we're just all kind of like watching the train go by. Yeah. yeah with, like, Tim, with Tim's comments too, it's, it's usually me who doesn't really know where he went or what he's talking about. You and, um, you two are usually, Oh, that's from this movie or, you know, whatever Monty Python or something that I don't even know about. He always can throw one of us off of what he's saying. Yes, that's true too. Yep. Yeah, and well, and he does. One of the other things about him is his vast knowledge on several topics. May, you know, it might be certainly music. It's certainly movies. It's certainly Star Wars comics. Um, history. You know, like mm-hmm. like he, he will he he at times turns into the Dennis Miller of this show, <laughs> and I'd be like, that's just like when Custer did this to you know so and so, babe. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, Tim. <laughs> we believe him because it's Tim. You know. <laughs> But you're right. You can't write. You can't predict things like that. And you can't write for like. I feel like of the four of us, Matt and I do. If we do anything scripted or something like that, Matt and I will do the writing. Yeah. And when you write stuff like this, we know that Chris and Tim are going to do something that neither of us could think of. <laughs> <laughs> when you write for Chris and Tim, you you're really just writing to get to the the point of the story you want to get across. That the lines are inconsequential because they'll record them. They'll record them, and they're like, eh, let me try this. And then, I was going to say nine times out of ten, I don't think there is a time where you don't end up taking one of the unscripted parts, but still telling the story, that moving the story forward parts that, that we've written. But as you as you guys are writing it, are you writing, writing it as Tony Danza saying it? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every time now. That's the only way to do voices with Tim. Well, just make a fucking who's, we got to make a who's the boss, <laughs> whatever. Star Wars spoof and just have Tim play Tony Danza. He can play everyone. <laughs> As Tony Danza. Yeah. <laughs> he can be Catherine Hellmond, can he? <laughs> of course. He looks just like her now. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when you, you spend more time with him, Chris, and, and I know this is a Star Wars show, so I wanted to, tr- I mean, li- at least the things I wrote down trying to be about the show or about Star Wars. Because I know people that don't listen to the show, they're like, I don't give a shit about Tim. Who the hell is he? Right. You right. know? But uh, for the listeners, um, what, what, when do you remember you and Tim connecting on a Star Wars level? I don't know. I just, as long as I've known Tim, I just know he likes Star Wars. And I've known you since kindergarten, Dave. Like, we've been friends fucking forever. Mm. But you don't like going with me to conventions sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or you could have just dropped the sometimes on that sentence. Yeah, he doesn't like going to conventions. Eh, done. <laughs> yeah. End of statement. Conventions at all. <laughs> um, but I do, I do. Tim calls me like maybe twice a week and he, he, he talks to me, you know, there's time to call me, whatever, 7.30, 8 o'clock. And like, I got to bed by like 9, 9.30 tops. And for like an hour, hour and a half, he's just rambling about every fucking thing. And I love it. I love hearing from Tim. He's like, whatever miles away and it's just nice hearing his voice and going to conventions with Tim is like, I feel bad going to a place without him now. Right. Like if, if he's not around or whatever, and I'm going to get a, get something signed, 
he's he leaves my he leaves his poster here. I'll get a sign. It's just sad. Like Tim is my convention buddy who we do every who we do everything together. Which don't go anywhere else with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling us. Well, in the Matt Matt will appreciate this to to have another simile. You you two guys are like the Joey and Chandler of this group. I don't know what you're talking about, Dave. <laughs> this is true. You're very true. You're very right, right there. I'll be Ross. No clue what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you guys. This is this is your thing, and I know that this is killing you to not only not do the hobby, the, the autograph collecting, and whatever the hell you do with these things is, but it's also time that you don't get to spend with Tim. No, yeah. I mean, and, and we all enjoy it. Like Tim visits, I mean, I, I we usually see him once a year, you know, and it's always delightful. It's like yeah. Tim's in town, clear your schedule. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. because you know you're going to the to the Q Mart. Uh-huh. You, you know what? You, you know you're going to have some some Yakos hot dogs. Ah, uh, yeah. Which now you know, I know what they, that actually means, and I mean I knew what it meant, but I know what the experience is like now finally, and now I miss it. Going with Tim out and about is just fun because he always, you're, you're never going to where you think you're going. <laughs> right. Like, like plenty of times he, he plays a game after conventions and whatnot. You know, are you hungry? Yeah. Where do you want to go? McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's? No. Let's stop at the seventh restaurant we pass. <laughs> no matter what it is, that's where we got to eat. He does do stuff like that. He he, he does. does. He he comes up with little games to pass the time or to. You know, uh, to be whimsical. He's a whimsical kind of guy. <laughs> He'd be a good dad in that way. Yeah, like, if, the, you, know, you know, like yeah, that's what the, good dads do. Yeah. Although he, he just he just has to find somebody to have sex with him. First. <laughs> <laughs> he, although one thing with him when, during conventions, he will make me like he doesn't go over and ask a celebrity whatever. He'll ask me to ask them. Yeah. Like he he's. I want to like kind of shyish. I I learned that about him during you know this I mean? during this show talking about getting. Actually, I think I maybe learned that more at conventions uh, because we have had those those like six feet away from so and so moments, and he. I don't know if he gets nervous, but it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I've learned that about him through doing this show. That's that's all I can really say. Which is weird, yeah. considering he. And I mean this in the sense of that he has for every interview we've ever we've ever done, it's always because of Tim. He's taken the reins yeah. of it. So maybe he's more comfortable over a behind a mic than face to face. I think so. But it's like through but, through yeah. email or whatnot, yeah. he's comfortable. We, yeah. We already and that's why I found it like not weird, just surprising. That's a better word. Because he arranged all those those interviews before we even did our first celebration. I mean, he's been to celebrations before, but our the first celebration we did a show at was my first celebration. And to see him kind of be a little starstruck and nervous was was surprising. Uh, again, because he had handled his interviews like he was talking to any of us. There was never yeah. any yeah. any trepidation in those interviews. Yeah, you did always say that about those things. You would say like, oh, you know, Tim, Tim would ask you to go over to somebody. So it it seems like he's he's extroverted behind the mic, but maybe a little introverted and I can, in, in person. I can completely yeah. understand that. Yeah. And relate to that, I should say, is a better thing. I completely relate, relate to that. Because he is behind the mic, he is so lucid and 
um, verbose and, and he, like, like I said, he, I, I really do wish that everyone listening has a friend like Tim in their life because he is never in the box. He's always, <laughs> yeah. the box is, is a distant memory to him <laughs> and it makes, it makes everything more interesting. I mean, there are certain, I certainly have good friends that are, you know, well inside the box and they're lovely, wonderful people, but to have people like Tim in your yep. life, it makes it exciting. Very exciting. He's always <laughs> fun to, to go anywhere. Even if you're, even if you're going to go to fucking target, it's fun going with Tim because he'll find something in target to make fun of or take a picture of and have his little Ricky with him. you know, <laughs> swick little Ricky. Yeah. Swick little Ricky, you know, on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of ways if you're a Tim fan to follow Tim. He has two or three Instagram pages. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. One's he autograph. One where he catalogs his autographs. He's one of Swick Little Ricky, and I think he has his own. Um, maybe when this gets up on Facebook, we'll put the actual links. He has two places where you can buy products that he makes. He has an Etsy shop and an eBay. He does. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, an Etsy know. shop. That'd be easier to get some of that stuff than wait for eBay. Yeah, because then he—it's like the creativity. He's always been—he's always been an artist, whether it was you know, like a, a traditional artist or, or, I mean, he's like a thought artist. You know, he—he's um, always creating something. Uh, he's always—I don't know—he's always looking for opportunities to add content rather than just absorb it. Yeah, he's always busy. He's always coming and going, like doing something. He's never just like, I got nothing to do today. He's always, he'll find <laughs> something to fucking do. Yeah. And, and I feel like the listeners connect with that too. And I know the, the suck at Tim thing is a, is a, has been a thing on the show over the past 10 years. And I don't think he's ever, you know, been bothered by no, it. No, I yeah, actually I think- went out of my way when somebody posted something on Facebook about how, much they hated it and inappropriate it was and immature and all kinds of really, um, I'm not saying the person was wrong. I was like, Oh, I didn't consider that. I actually messaged him and said, Hey, I, th- this guy makes a point. If you feeling any of this, or this is inappropriate. Let me know. And I'll stop. He's like, and he's like, no, no, this is, this is like a, I figure what comparison I use it to, but like a comparison of catchphrases for other different, uh, whatever pop culture stuff. So yeah, he, he does. I don't know if embraces the right word, but he, he certainly accept it, accepts it for the spirit that it's in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the listeners connect with that yes. because yeah. he is, and he's always been very kind to the listeners. If we ever do anything in, per, in person, he always makes time for them. He's just a kind man in general. Um, I think I told you guys this, my son graduated from high school mm, last yes, year yeah. in the middle of this pandemic. And it was rough on a lot of seniors in high school. You know, the things that they, didn't get to do. And, you know, he, Tim certainly knows my son, but they're not like close or anything like that. Um, he wrote my son this very long, heartfelt, really wonderful letter about, um, you know, to, to celebrate the things that you've accomplished. Don't, don't wallow in the things that have been taken away from you. It was this wonderful letter um, he always sends us all postcards when he goes anywhere. Um, Did you guys get the George Washington teeth? 
No. No. <laughs> I got that last week. Where I don't know where the hell is Washington Mars. I don't fucking even know where he got this at. It's a photo of just his fucking false teeth. That's funny. <laughs> and on the back it has that Jim Carrey as Fire Marshal Bill line. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yes, that is that that's it. And nothing to do with one another, but I got the mail and it makes you laugh. It's like I'm like, look at these nasty wooden teeth. Yeah. And the, it's last one I, the last one I got was from where is that metropolis town that Illinois? Oh Jesus, Chris and I just I had this think- had this conversation and I forget already. So it was a statue. It was a statue of who's the who's the old lady that played Lois Lane? No Neil. The, it was a Noel Neil statue. <laughs> on this postcard and he wrote on the back he's like and it just said hey see that statue i got to second base with it oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's in illinois metropolis illinois yeah 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 that's he, the kind he, of stuff he does yep. yeah he travels and thinks of us and sends us stupid postcards that we laugh at when we get him in the mailbox but he's just, but it's just a sign of how conscientious he is towards us. you remember i mean this is star wars related too you remember when you guys tim loves to go to new york city yeah. Where, where Chris and I live, you can get, you can be in Manhattan in two hours. It's not bad. Um, so Tim always was like, like anytime he was here or when he was still living here, let's go to New York. Let's go to New York. And you mm-hmm. guys usually went to meet celebrities. And I well, we used to go shit. outside Broadway and yeah, get some autographs. And I'm glad Tim went because he knew his fucking that thing with Bagus <laughs> hand. I don't know where anything is out there. Well, that's the other thing Tim does for you. He is your memory bank. <laughs> there you go. He's, right? Yeah. I wish he was on this to tell to tell me about him. <laughs> yeah, really. It's anytime you ask, it's like you guys are like a married couple. You know, the husband never knows shit. But when you ask the husband, so did this happen? He'll turn to the wife and go, "I don't know." Honey, did that happen? You know, like yeah, that's that's, that's you and Tim. Exactly it. We even slept together, so husband and wife, and there was no sex, just like a married couple. <laughs> well, we went to see. I, I guess we went up. Specifically for Mark Hamill, right? Yeah, yeah. He was doing, yeah. He was on some off-Broadway play, but it was still in Manhattan. It was, it wasn't far from Broadway. You know, it was. Uh, I forget. He, Tim, it's something about. He says the name of it. It's some awful title, even. You know, this was a garbage play, right? And we waited outside the thing, and Mark Hamill comes walking up to go into the into the theater for that night's performance. And he was actually very nice. As much as I hate Mark Hamill. <laughs> this Jeez. is before you really hate him though, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why does Dave make every episode difficult? We were on such a good roll. And now I'm going to have to re- forward mail again. All right. Edit, the, edit that out. I'm just kidding. See, Please. I said everyone gets edited on this show. He was actually pretty nice. He wouldn't sign any of your Star Wars stuff. Nope. But he Damn did it. sign... Tim was Tim was always well prepared. He had a picture of him playing the trickster. I guess that's what <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't part of this. And I don't know if Chris remembers the details, so I'll I'll, I'll tell the story because I don't have as many Tim stories as Chris does. I remember him telling me a story that that you you maybe all three of you guys went to a convention. You're all ready to get Mark Hamill to sign. Some Star Wars stuff, and he, he like I guess even had like whatever I don't know, not even a story, just an explanation, like a a a a, 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 a bit prepared, saying we're not autograph collectors. Here's my poster. Here's all the signatures on it. I will never give this up. Yada yada yada. You guys saw him, and he's like, mm, 
No. So then he went throughout the entire convention and found the worst picture of him as a trickster and made him sign yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that that's Tim for you. Yeah. Well, he had he had the trickster and I think he also had pictures of him as a cock knocker oh, in God. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> I think you're right. And he, he signed that, it actually. Yeah, like he was happy to sign it all. Um, but he was really kind of like not mad but annoyed that we weren't coming to the play. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's where uh, Dave's hatred of Mark Hamill began. Well, no, I mean, I understand. He's trying to sell seats to his show. I think the thing, according to Tim, closed like the week after we were there uh, because there was nobody there. But Tim, because Mark Hamill had done that for us, and I remember him saying it wasn't that he really wanted to see it, but he was like, you know, that he felt like he, he it was the right thing to do. He drove up to New York City uh, the next day and went and saw the stupid play. Sucker. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Say so, like not many people would do that. They get their autograph and be like, "Whatever, Hamill, I got what I want off of you." But That's Tim went up and me, right? <laughs> that would have been Chris. It would be me. But he went up the next day and saw it because he felt like that was the right thing to do. Um, hmm. You know, it closed a week later. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Tim has a, also a Tim play. has a huge heart. He he really does. Well, needs something to pump all that blood into his, to his huge. You know what? <laughs> Sorry. Well, only Chris can testify that's, to that. That's where I, I thought have, that was going. So, of all the times that we've been together or, or, or whatnot, I've I've honestly have never seen his penis. You're just not trying really? hard enough. Seriously, I swear, I swear, my kids, I've never seen his don't, penis. Don't bring your kids and Tim's penis into the same conversation, please. Yeah, that was that was bad. <laughs> I swear, it got above. There you go. For some reason, I'm um, more comfortable with that. I don't know why, but I've seen him. No, I he has showered. <laughs> I haven't, you know, been in there, but he, but he, he, he comes out, he comes out like he doesn't even dry his, his clothes are, are he has new clothes on, but he looks like he just put on his, his, his wet body. He just, just came out of the rain. <laughs> yeah. He just came out of the rain. Hair is all, you know, glistening and all, but yeah, I've never, I've never seen his penis. And you, you, you never, would you, would you sneak a peek if presented with the opportunity? Oh, guaranteed. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> Any penis out there, I, I'm, I'm going to take oh, a peek. If I... <laughs> For what? Comparison? <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> want to put Chris to the We're all going to die someday. Let's just get as much in as we can of everything we right. possibly can. It doesn't make you, you know, if I, I, I just want to look at it. That's it. Just show me it. <laughs> now you're insisting. No, no, I'm mad. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, we could tell a lot of stories about Tim <laughs> as far as like our, our, you know, old, old, like younger days and, and personal things like that. Um, but that's all really that I had written down. Cause I wanted it to just be more about him in general and about things that the listeners could relate to. Yeah. We, we all have a million Tim stories I think from his from his dressing up like <laughs> random things to his to his freakish dancing, you know. I mean, there's lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There is a him singing uh, "Motorhead" at Korean karaoke that we somehow to this day I can't explain how we got out of there with our lives still intact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think. I've oh been no, to it a wasn't. That, it was Funky Town where he's doing that weird like march in place 
I don't even know what he was doing. Yeah. He was rocking back and forth, but marching to the beat. It was very bizarre. And it was hilarious. And we were dying. I was like, I was losing, like, completely losing my breath. I couldn't breathe. I was laughing at him so hard. Yeah. It was the gas they were pumping into our room. <laughs> yeah. That could be something to do with it, too. <laughs> They're going to harvest our organs. <laughs> I know a lot of um, really long time listeners are probably really familiar with his. Impressive music knowledge. That's something I've just. If I have any question, there's, there's, there's really no one else I go to. If he doesn't have the answer, then the answer is just not there. Yeah. Yep. And there was and one. That's another. Go, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say. I that. was just going to say that's <laughs> another. That's another way to connect with Tim. It is. Yeah. Is with his weekly radio show on uh, Nashville uh, Free Radio. And I thought with his. Um, just love of music in general, just everything. I, I can't even really pick a genre. We went to when I was in Nashville for the weekend and we had done all our recording for our Christmas special. And then we had like two, two good days just hanging out. We got great fucking seats to the Nine Inch Nails concert in Nashville off StubHub, like a resale, like hours before the show. And we went. We got there. We wanted to make sure we saw all, all Nine Inch Nails. We weren't really didn't care about the opening act, but we got there during op- the opening act, and we sat down. We found our seats. We sat down, and it's like five guys sitting in a circle. There's weird black and white stock footage, scratchy film shit playing on the screen behind them, and it's basically like a jam- it's like a digital drum circle. And I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck, Tim is going to want to see this whole fucking thing. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and like after a, a two solid minutes of it, Tim looks at me and goes, so uh, let's go get a beer. I'm like, fuck yeah. We just got up and got like, thank God. Even this, this music even too bad for Tim to listen to. I was like, oh, that was such a relief. And then we just walked around until we heard the music stop, got one more beer and sat back down and waited for Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> He knows what to listen to, and exactly. he knows what to not yes, listen to. Yes, yes, yes. I was afraid. He's gonna, I was afraid, like, when he turned to me, I was like, he's going to say, this is pretty good, and I'm going to have to fucking lie through my teeth. But nope, it was the words I wanted to hear. Let's get a beer. Always good words. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's, when we went to Chicago, oh, no, there was a night, we we came back from, I think, uh, Hard Rock Cafe. We had dinner. And he just wanted to go off on his own, and he wanted to go to this this weird kind of nightclub thing just to go in there. Oh, yeah. I think I walked yeah. in with Hernandez, and Tim, oh, I'm just going to go check this out. He always just, uh, he always says, I don't want to go check this out, and just he just he doesn't even ask if you want to come with. He just wants to do his thing. Yeah, he does. He he is. That's another word to describe him. He is in his own way adventurous. Yeah, he's and he's curious. He likes to. He likes to visit historical places and we make fun of him for the grave rubbing all the time. (laughs) But I know for a while he was working on something in Nashville where he was going to do this show where they were going to go to famous places in the country that have some kind of rock and roll historical significance. Like they were going to go and he's been there to the airport where, you know, the day the music died, plane crash. Uh, you know, took off from with Buddy Holly and and Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. Like he loves shit like that. Um, and he's not he's he's more than willing to, you know, go off on his own or take a trip and and 
visit all these historical places and a lot of them civil we make fun of them with the civil war shit too i mean he he loves that stuff right <laughs> yeah he, he came He's up like, here one time and took uh my family and i to gettysburg oh wow yeah i know you know do i wake up and say hey let's go to gettysburg no never <laughs> <laughs> but when tim's up hey we got a day let's want to do something we he, we went out there and you know saw all the old cabins and all the sites and where it all happened and then I, and that was like this is nice. I'll never come here again. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that's what it'd be like if I took you to Kennedy Space Center. Like, yeah, this is pretty nice. This is cool. I'm never coming here fucking again in my life, but this is a nice day. Yeah, it's like Chevy seeing the Grand Canyon. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, let's go. Yeah, all right, let's go. But Tim takes me places that, you know, I wouldn't go by myself ever. You know, we, we, I remember one time the old AMC over here, what was after that, Dave? That dollar chain. Oh, Grand Slam. Oh, God. That's is that what it, it was? Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. We, for some reason, this, this, this is, I remember this part. We went, we went over there. We were going to go see Felix Sela. I think it was him at the Big Apple Comic Con in New York or something. Mm-hmm. My, my car died or so, something happened with my fucking car. And Tim's car can't drive a block. So it's always, <laughs> we're always in, in, in my car. So we took it over to Jiffy Lube, I think, right by the movie theater. Um, dropped it off, walked over, and saw a Bond movie. It was it was a Pierce Bond one. And oh, this is what sad a rotten day altogether. No, I'm just up. kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what's sad? That would be Dalton. Sorry, wrong guy. Oh shit, <laughs> that is true. Is my Bond James Bond? Bond James Bond. My mother was watching. Caitlin babysitting and they went to the movies too to watch some whatever kid film okay and I felt I felt so bad like I was gonna go to New York and now I'm in the same theater with my daughter with my mother next door in the other theater I felt horrible like I should be with my daughter right <laughs> it's weird then the car was done around like three four o'clock in the afternoon and guess what we did went to the movie Drove to New oh. York oh to get the autograph oh yeah so late in the day, but it was still fun though. It was it was still a good time, even though my car died. And Dave, you were with me one time with Tim. Did my car die? I don't remember your Tim's car. Tim's just dying. bad luck in your car. I remember it was something. It was the three of them. I think I thought something happened on the way back from somewhere in Jersey. I think Tim car- is a Tim is a searcher. He is a he he seeks out experiences. Yeah, he always wherever we're going. He'll see what else is out there. Like there's a museum of of socks. Let's go there. <laughs> yeah. So, on the way to you know Chiller Theater, we we stop off. We always stop off at Perryville at the Walmart to get a sharpie usually, and that's a true story. Like a gold sharpie. Oh, for um, autograph for the autographs. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Because yeah, they like, don't have yeah. a gold sharpie at their table. Oh uh, yeah. Well, go prepared. So we have like thirty. Could we never bring the one we bought last year? <laughs> I left um, the cap off all year. It's dry now. Yeah. But yeah, I do. It's, it's sad because I do miss Tim. Tim's my convention buddy, and we, we were going to go. There's a huge con. Great uh, Philadelphia Expo Con was going to happen right before COVID. They're going to have Carl Weathers were there and all these these big Mandalorian stars and all these new people. And it just it just died. That was me and Tim were looking so much to it. And they poor celebration. Yeah, uh, Anaheim. You know, it was it was just gonna be fun seeing Tim. We we're gonna do uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero tour. Oh, jeez. With Tim, yeah, I mean, we we're gonna have a good time and all. And then 
pandemic happened, and then I miss my, my little Timmy. I miss my little Timmy. Well, you'll be able to do it in the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 going to be you know it's it's going to be fun when life gets back to normal and I can see I can see Tim more and stuff. You know, just to, to do what we what we did that wasn't sexual. We've all, we've all, you know, got a hotel together. I'm the one who always is in bed with him. Me. Well, nobody else. I was in a hotel you, with the two of you and nobody was in bed with him. In fact, I was in bed with him. In yeah. fact, oh. <laughs> when we shared the hotel room, the three of us, I believe you had your own bed every night. And Tim and I took turns on a floor. Nah, yeah. <laughs> you sound like two little schoolgirls. I was gonna uh-huh. say, no, no one gets a chance to share a bed with them when you jump in and volunteer before anyone even says anything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spoon Tim. Yeah, I'm never yeah. sharing a bed with you again, anyway. So it doesn't matter. No, I am a great sleeper. <laughs> I am I'm a I perfect am, good am, sleeper. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's nothing happened. Did did I attack you? Did I to me? Yeah. No. Did you I touch just, you during the night? Yeah. You know you just your body never stops shifting until you're laying diagonally across the bed, and no one else could possibly sleep in the bed. Yeah. Except for just... Felix Silva or whoever oh, the guy geez. you just said. <laughs> he might fit. Cal says the same thing. Yeah, I, I sleep diagonal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get the full use of the bed. Sleeping up and down, you only get a piece of it. Diagonal, you get the whole fucking thing. <sighs> well, I, I mean, I do admire Tim's adventurous spirit. Oh yeah, in in general, and it is like it's like you said, it's things that he he does kind of usually in a solitary way. Like he's introspective and he likes to do his own thing. And he, you know, he was going to all the state parks. And getting the oh, that's badges. Right. The <laughs> junior, junior Ranger badge or something like that, right? Or maybe I made that yeah. name up, but it's something like that. He's been to more state parks than anyone that I know. He may be in more states, period, than, of anyone that I know. When right out of high school, I don't know if people know this, um, Tim joined AmeriCorps and was in that for a couple of years. Yeah. He lived all over doing you know service projects on behalf of the country. Uh, for people that needed it. I mean, yeah. people in the inner cities and people that need homes and people that were undereducated, underfed, like Tim, you know, volunteered a couple of years of his life to, to the service of people in need. That's the kind of things that Tim does. I will say this, that he came up here one time before we went to the Statue of Liberty and he got one of those, whatever you just said, those badges. <laughs> yeah. At, at, at Ellis Island, he he got there. He was so excited to get that. It's 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 like I don't know about you guys. Like I can't. When I think of Star Wars, there is a piece of me that just thinks of Tim. Like, what would Tim think about this? Or did he get this yet? Did he see it yet? You know, like what would he think about this part? And Tim's Tim's a piece of Star Wars for me. I see that. That's a, that's a that is a nice little button on this. I mean, unless you guys are like, I'm tired of talking about Tim actually. <laughs> like I've said so many nice things about Tim. It makes me uncomfortable <laughs> that I've said so many nice things about a person. So I'm done. I I mean it's safe to say that this the show wouldn't be the show without Tim. It, it wouldn't be without 
anybody, but definitely there was there's that there's that there's that that and and recording would not be the same without him. That oh yeah, that expect the unexpected element. I don't think would be there with anybody else. For sure. Even though I think Tim, Tim, you, Tim did want to call the show something else. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it is right now. Per- peripherals, Star Wars, I think? Star Wars peripherals. <laughs> peripherals. Yeah. Yes. I ain't calling it a show. I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, every show, every the beginning of every show would have been you trying to yeah. pronounce the show. Yes. <laughs> But no, but yeah, Tim. Tim's a big part of yeah. our lives. And, oh yeah, yeah I went. Yep, I wanted to be here another. Yep, ten years or right. more. <laughs> so yeah, like I told, I don't think Dave got to hear this, but we were doing the Mandalorian, uh, one of our Mandalorian episodes, and it's like Neo's as is gone. We started with a couple shows, then there was that time where we had like tens of shows, and most of them I was on. I've now whittled it down to I will just. I think we've gotten to the point and the network's gotten to the point where I, I can do this. I, I'm just going to record shows I have fun with and I won't miss an opportunity to record with you guys. And Tim's Tim's a, a, as big a part of it as anyone. So it's, it's so much fun doing the show with everyone. And it's so much fun doing the show with Tim because of all the things we talked about. And that I'm just, I'm feel really lucky to have these recordings with you guys and, Tim included, and it wouldn't be the same if he wasn't part of this for the past 10 years, and I am I feel lucky to have spent these 10 years on the show with him. That was lovely. Agreed. Well, right, I, well, I, need, I want that five bucks you told me you'd pay me for reading that when you sent that to me. <laughs> <Not shaking. laughs> well, I guess over the coming weeks, we'll be doing this for, our, for all of us, um, but as another way to kind of acknowledge our 10-year anniversary, so this one goes out to the only member of this show that has ever been bleeped. <laughs> That's true. That is and true. Ten years. Even that was yeah. That was just yeah. so. It was that was just a moment in time where it's like I can't play what he said. I can't play what he said. I can't do it. But I can't let this moment as a whole not be shared because just that complete stum stunned laughing, but yet clearly. Everyone laughing was uncomfortable for laughing at what he said. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> let that moment go. So that was a very interesting tactical decision. I think we made on that, but in in the end, it, it, that was I will never forget that moment, and I'll never forget what he said, and I'll never repeat what he said. Yep, <laughs> it'll go to the grave. Four, yep. only, only four people know what he said, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and three of them remember it. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> Oh, Chris. <laughs> Should we end the show, show with um, Suck at Tim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Suck at Tim. Suffering Suck at Tim. Tim can do it. We, we can't. Pop. There you go. There you go. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. 
Star Wars, and all Star Wars Universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information. 